0: how to truly feel like deeply worthy. And then part of that, in order for you to really take that worthiness and move forward into where you want to go, you have to be able to release your biggest fear. And what I mean by release isn't just get rid of, right? It wouldn't be your biggest fear if you could just toss it to the side, even with a lot of like deep work. But what I mean is getting to a point where you can feel worthy. And like that worthiness is greater than as well as you understand the fear enough and where it comes from so that you can act in spite of the fear, right? Like you can kind of come alongside that and still move forward and feel deeply worthy the entire time. So this is something that hell, I know I struggle with. I know it's human, right? Like, It can pretty much guarantee you struggle with this. So that's what we're chatting about today. Admittedly, you're gonna hear a lot of background noise. Uh, This downloaded to me while I was driving, and I have learned the hard way multiple times over now that if I don't press record and get it out when it's coming to me, the chances of it coming back are basically next to none. So you're gonna hear some background noise. So today, you know what? We are just in my car on a road trip chatting it up. And I cannot wait to hear your insights. Please share this on social media, DM me with your insights. I'd love to hear from you and enjoy. Welcome to Human on the Daily, the podcast for anyone wanting to break free of any boxes or expectations and embrace their full, authentic self. I am Dr. Megan Daly, and I have been there. I've overcome so much trauma, dealt with so many stressors like competing in high-level athletics, rigorous academics, getting my doctor in physical therapy, and I did what I should do, right? I climbed the corporate healthcare ladder. And when that didn't make me feel fulfilled, I branched out and opened up my own cash clinic and built it to six figures in the second year, yet I still felt like something was off when I looked in the mirror, and maybe you can relate. So I scaled back and really dove into the questions of who am I really and what is it that I am meant to do? So together in this podcast, we are going to dive into all the tips, tools, and experiences for you to answer those same questions for yourself so you can live your best, most joyful and fulfilled life. Because if you're not doing that, then what the fuck are you really doing? So let's fucking go. I was chatting with one of my one-on-one mentees the other day because in addition to the mindset coaching, I have a few clients that I can take on at any given time who are clinicians that want to move into the cash space and do it in a way that feels aligned for them. So like I will, I'll never be the coach that teaches you how to run Facebook ads and ads and how to do back-end SEO stuff. But what I will do is teach you how to become the person that can handle where you want to grow to, and the kind of business that you want to build. And so, I'm, I'm gonna tell you something that I told one of my clients the other day, and she needed to hear it. It's it's not if you will if you build it they will come. It's if you become it, they will come. And what I mean by that is in order to have the success that you desire first off you've got to define what success is for you and in that you have to become the person that can handle the success that you want that can be the person that can hold space for all of the people you're going to serve and all of the the things that you want to build and the reality is when you first start out to build you're you're not that person, right? Like you become that person as long as you are willing to take on the growth that happens. And so, a large part of what I do in these monthly mentorships is come alongside the clinician, and it's actually very similar. It's in the same vein of what I do with my mindset people. I just do those and I match. Like compressed capacity like that those I have 180 minutes with and we like do launch pads versus a little bit more drawn out with these mentorships and come alongside and help them build the mindset the the regulation tools the the belief and the confidence in themselves that they can handle it um And also mirror back really what it is that they want to grow and what it is that they want to do, right? It's all too easy for us to get caught up in, well, this is how someone else did it and they were successful. And well, this is how everyone else is doing it. So I guess I should do it that way. No, do it in a way that feels aligned to you. And so that's been a big thing that I've been working with. Actually, there's one person that in particular that comes to mind, but with all of them is letting go of the shoulds and how everyone else is doing things and being okay with doing it your way because your way is what makes you different. It's what's going to make you successful. And the the particular person that's coming to mind is growing at an exponential rate. Like she's doing incredible. Her business, like she's already on a month long wait list and she's under the six month mark in building this business and this cash clinic. And I was chatting with her because <laughs> I caught quite bluntly was like hey like we need to circle back to you raising your prices like you need to have done this yesterday and you need to hire someone so that like you need another clinician and you also need an assistant so that you can continue to grow and expand this thing and work on the business not just in the business and what we had to dive into from there was a lot of underlying mindset as far as worthiness and then really taking a step back and figuring, figuring out what it is that she wants. What's the end game here? Does she want to always be treating at such a high level? Or does she want to be able to treat some and have more flexibility in her schedule? And what are the steps to get there, right? And then flipping back to the price thing, we had to have a really, like, a heart-to-heart. And I had to shift her mind, like, give her some tools and some strategies to start to shift her mindset. Because I could hear in her, she didn't outright say this, but I could hear in the tone the fear that people would leave, right? That she would raise her prices and all of a sudden people would dip out and decide that, oh, you're not worth it, I'll go find a provider elsewhere. And I had to tell her, I was like, look, like I'm giving you a lot of the mindset stuff, I'm giving you a lot of the strategies, I've helped you collapse time. With, like, giving you the roadmap onto how, like, here are the bare bones that you need to get started and to start to take off, and here's how you set up workshops, and here's how you promote, and yada, yada. Like, I can teach you all these things, but people aren't gonna stick around like they are unless you're really damn good at what you do. Like, just point blank they're not going to stick around I was like, and I can promise you that the more that you believe in yourself and the more that you can, can t- hold the boundaries, because that's another thing we're working on, uh, the more that you can hold the boundaries to prioritize your energy so that you can then pour even more into your patients. This is only going to snowball harder. I looked at her and I had to reflect back. Like where you're at right now is nowhere close to where you could be if you, hold the boundaries to be able to prioritize yourself a little bit more. And then on top of that, like something that needs to be set up to support you in being able to do that is raising your prices and then hiring someone else because you can't keep seeing the volume that you are currently seeing at the rate that you're seeing and expect yourself to have energy at the end of the day. And so what this came down to again, is that feeling worthy and and trusting that people aren't going to leave and that you're you're good enough. Um and I don't necessarily entirely believe in the like hey charge what you're worth because you're priceless. Like I can't I'm not going to dare put a price tag on you and you shouldn't dare put a price tag on yourself. And in the same vein, I get where that statement is coming from and that is valid of like hey don't sell yourself short just because you don't feel like people will pay it or just because you want to make it more accessible. You can create strategies, right? I had this conversation with this client of let's up your prices and then like the more that you up your prices even, then the more you can offer like the occasional pro bono. You can set up programs where you can work with people. I did this all the time when I was in a cash clinic is like, yes, my my services were not cheap because... You were getting a lot of value from me. And I made it very clear, like I had a few people that were like, hey, I would love to work with you. I need you. I don't love the care that I'm getting. Here's what it looks like, but I can't afford you. I need to be able to go this route. Those are the people that I'm like, okay, what payment plan can I set up for you? Do I have extra funds because I've raised my prices where maybe I can cut you a deal because I actually, like, I know your circumstances and I trust that you're not taking advantage of them, right? Like, there's lots of options and it it all circles back to what feels best for you, right? You don't just charge $200 for a one-on-one PT session because you, because you want the money, you do it because that's the energy exchange that's appropriate for what you are giving and the energy that you're putting in that also supports you in maintaining that energy for yourself and everyone you serve. Like that's the end game here. And I hope something that you're you're picking up in this is having the support. Having someone whether it's a coach, mentor, friend, having someone who can truly mirror back to you what your strengths are, what support you need, um, in addition to them, right? If there's any and where you're holding yourself back. So this person, like the, the huge value of me as her mentor is the fact that I can mirror back here are the gaps. Here's where you're, you're holding yourself back by not charging enough and not hiring out and staying, kind of creating this like stuck position for yourself. This is something that well prior to her being in this this place where she really needs to hire like yesterday, we had already had these talks. Um and I like I can only do so much, right? So you get the coach to be the mirror, to be the guide, and then you've got to take action. I feel like I'm making a lot of points here, so hopefully at least one point that I just made is for you, um, because some of the points that I just made were not my intention when I when I hit record um, in the car, which is why you're hearing all the background noise. Is this came to me while driving, which is when most things do, um, and I've just decided to lean into that and hit record and allow the background noise to be a thing. And you know, we're just we're just two girlfriends in the on a road trip, chatting with each other about life and shit. So. <laughs> I'm glad you're along for the ride and yeah. So this all circles back to feeling worthy of the success that you want of the income that you want of being able to make the difference that you want. Like all these things, everything comes down to feeling worthy and letting go of doubt and letting go of fear, fear of what others think, fear of success fear of failure, like whatever your major fear is, like being able to let it go. And so I'll actually, I'm going to give you an exercise that one of my mentors gave me. And it's what is your greatest fear? And admittedly, this one took me a while to do because a lot of like, quote unquote, easier fears came at first. Like I didn't want to admit that my, my greatest fear, um, was actually the fear, fear of success. And so I, I on other things first, right? I focus on the fear of failure and fear of disappointing others and, and all these other ones when those were kind of like the, the quote unquote easier ones. Like they were still there. They were just minor versus the fear of success. I realized I had this fear of, it's tied into this. Let me, let me phrase it this way. Um, A lot of us, and it's something that I came up with when I did, like, where's my negative money mindset stuff. So a lot of us have this fear of if we're successful, if we make a lot of money, if we get the accolades, yada, yada, we're going to be shunned, or we don't know who we can trust anymore. And I had a lot of proof in my life to back this up, right? Like, I was of my class in PT school, and quite frankly, bullied by the females in my class for it. And it took a long time for one of them to finally admit to me and say, it's because you beat us, like, because your grades are so much better and we can't keep up with you. Um, And that's just one example, right? Like there's, I'm sure you also have plenty of examples in your life for whatever your biggest fear is. You've had a lot of confirmation because once we have a fear like that, once we have a thought, we look for confirmation for it in our lives, and so it gets perpetuated without us even realizing it. So what is that for you, right? I mean, now I'm really off topic of what I originally planned on to- talking about, but I-, I love this for you, and it's so huge to really know what is your biggest fear, what are, and then break it down into like what are the thoughts underneath it, right? Because I can say all day my fear of success is my greatest fear, but without understanding all the things that I just mentioned that are underneath it, I'm not going to start to be able to undo it because then I can look for, okay, where is this not true? This is not an absolute. And where's the proof that I have for that. And I have tons of examples around me, including like how I treat other incredibly successful women, right? Like when you can stand in your power And you can hold, like, this is all going to go back to boundaries and feeling worthy of it, right? Because I do think that there's a certain amount of, when I was in PT school, I did not feel worthy of literally anything. And so I think that there is something to be said for attracting that kind of negative attention, negative energy around me and not holding any boundaries. Like, I really did not hold boundaries at the time at all. And... And so I unintentionally allowed this behavior, for lack of a better word, around me, and this this energy and this struggle that I had. Versus now, I'm not saying I'm perfect, but I have ten times more examples that that is not true, based on the boundaries that I now hold and the energy that I now have around me, therefore attracting people especially women who are incredibly supportive and collaborative and successful in their own right and lift each other up and i could keep going on about this uh, but i hope you get the point of it really comes down to feeling worthy and then having the boundaries the environment everything around it that supports truly feeling worthy of the success that you want and and charging what you're I almost said what you're worth. Again, I don't necessarily believe that. It's just such the phrase that people understand of charging... Let's put it this way. Charge what's an appropriate energy exchange for you. So that you can best support yourself. This same person. And I think this is a great conversation to have. The Minty that I was helping raise her rates to something that was more suited for how much she was pouring in. And would allow her to cut down her overall numbers without really taking a hit as far as expenses and and everything else that she needed to consider and she was like, well, well, how do I explain this to people? I'm like, okay, well, for starters you don't owe anyone an explanation and I understand the feeling of the need to let your current clientele know, like, hey, I'm raising rates and I'm not just trying to screw you over here's the underlying reason behind it because I think I'm also a giant believer in And while you don't owe anyone an explanation for anything that you decide to do, there's also something to be said for open and honest communication, really solving a lot of the world's problems, right? Like the vast majority of issues come from a lack of communication, which leads to assumptions, which leads to acting on those assumptions. And it just snowballs, right? Like, hell, I watched my parents do this growing up. I've watched friends do this. I've watched other businesses do this, everybody. So I, I recognize the value of having some sort of explanation so that you can create an understanding and make it feel collaborative, even when you're raising prices. So, and I I told her, it's as simple as, Hey, I'm growing it at a really high rate. I'm recognizing that I need to be able to protect myself so that I don't Again, hit burnout. I want to keep showing up for you. I want to keep being able to be really present in our sessions together. And that is one of the main reasons why I'm needing to raise rates. On top of that, it's going to allow me to really invest in further education so that I can better serve you, as well as upgrading equipment, right? Like, there's all of these things, but I was like, it is important. Like, I do want you to make a note of the fact that it is protective of your energy for two reasons. One, it's true two, that is going to instill, like literally by just writing that and standing up for yourself in that way, in a very loving and compassionate way for everyone involved, it will help boost your self-worthiness. It will start to release some of that doubt. And I was like, you will be shocked at the, you may not get direct feedback in a positive light from people, but the lack of pushback. From the vast majority. Like, I was like, you might get pushback from someone, but if you do, they're not your ideal clientele anyway, so it's fine. Like, let that one go in order for you to be able to serve so many others. And those others, everyone else that doesn't push back, that is then confirmation that you are worth it. That this is something that is that you are valued, that your services are valued, that this choice to put yourself and your energy as a priority is valid and valued. Not to mention the fact that I, was, I told her, I was like, you may not have people directly say this, but believe me, this is basically verbatim what I wrote when I would raise prices when I was a cash clinician. And I was shocked that like even years down the road, I would have people who were patients at the time come forward and be like, hey, by the way, thank you for that because you gave me permission to then do the same for myself you gave me the reminder to protect my energy to hold better boundaries to insert thing that helped lift them up here right and like that is I can't even begin to describe the internal feeling that I got when I realized how much permission doing something as simple as that for myself gave so many other people so if there's an area in your life, if there is something that you have been holding yourself back on doing because you aren't sure of your worthiness or you're not sure how people re- will respond or like, there's a lot of ways all of this could show up. It could be scared to raise your rates. It could be scared to launch the new offer. It could be scared to put in your two weeks notice and pivot. It could be like whatever it is. It could be scared to have that uncomfortable conversation. It could be scared to show up at the new event where you don't know anyone. There's so many things where it's like, if that's what you feel pulled to do, like, don't let that fear hold you back and, and reframe it as like, Hey, if I can do this, then I can give permission to so many others to do that for themselves. I did an episode a while back on like, what would your best friend say? And, and that's coming to mind with this as well is that idea of if it were your best friend in the same scenario who had this fear, what would you be telling them, right? You'd probably be telling them like, oh my God, that's amazing, like go for it, this is needed. Right, so tell yourself that. So to circle this all back together, write down, like really dive deep and figure out what is your greatest fear? And then under, like what all is underneath that? What beliefs, what limiting beliefs are are underneath that fear? And then where do you have proof that it's untrue where do you have gaps that you maybe need to bolster your mindset in order to truly let go of that belief and then where is it showing up in your current life and what what courageous and brave steps can you take to start to un like chip away at that limiting belief at that fear so I hope this was helpful I would love to hear from you Please share this on social media, send me like share a screenshot on stories, send me a DM. I'll have my Instagram in the show notes and yeah, take your power back. Much love. All right. High five for taking some time out of your day for yourself to listen to this episode. It is my hope that it makes you feel more seen and heard and understood because we are all human and being human is messy and imperfect and beautiful and you were beautiful. So if this resonated, it would mean the world to me if you shared it on social along with your biggest takeaway and then tag me at move on the daily and hum- human dot on the daily. Thank you so much and see you next time.